What's up, guys? This is Timothy Douglas with the Living the Dream People of Austin podcast, where our goal is to build a community in Austin that helps people achieve their dreams and ideal lifestyle by inspiring action and accountability. If you want to help me achieve my dream of helping 120 people buy or sell a home in the Austin area before 2021 is over, and you know somebody that's looking to sell real estate or buy real estate, send them my way because I would be extremely grateful. All right, let's help each other achieve our dreams. All right. What's up, everybody? So today on the podcast, we have Melissa Bordeaux, who is a freelance photographer, and we're going to get to hear a little bit about her and her dreams and what she likes about Austin. So hey, Melissa, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I'm happy to have you. And I actually have a friend who is trying to do uh, get a photography and social media business off the ground. So uh, maybe you guys can connect and do like a shared shoot or something. I don't know. Oh, totally. I would love that. I love working with other photographers. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, connect you guys after the show. Um, but yeah, why don't we get started with just hearing a little bit about you, maybe where you're from, some stuff about your family, uh, what you like to do for fun. Yeah, totally. So I'm from Minnesota originally, um, Chanhassen, and I grew up there, lived there until I was about 18, um, and moved to Chicago for college. But I have a younger sister um, and mom and dad, they're still together, and they actually moved to Austin a couple of years ago. So we are very close, very close to my entire family. Um, and yeah, I loved growing up in Minnesota. It was a really great place to to live. And our family was always just like really involved in like arts and crafts and like the creative kind of side of things like dancing and singing. And I just, we we're always like playing and creating. So I feel like that's what really drew me into my like career path. Um, I just always wanted to work in a creative role. That was like number one importance to me. So I decided to go to DePaul um, in Chicago for college and major in marketing, but with like a very heavy emphasis on music. So I did like a couple internships and they were all focused on like getting myself into the music industry. And, uh, you know, my first job out of college was at a music licensing company, which was super fun. It was like one of the best experiences ever. I absolutely loved it. But unfortunately, I just did not pay the bills, as you can imagine. Um, so I had to kind of like get a couple other jobs. And eventually I just realized like, you know, what when was I the happiest? It was when I was in that music creative role. Um, and I wanted to just like go do a change of pace and, and leave Chicago. So I kind of like decided on Austin just mainly because, first of all, the weather and second of all, the music here drew me to moving here and I mean that's a very long-winded answer but just to give you kind of like where I came from and how I ended up here that's pretty much the gist of it yeah yeah so that is awesome and so would you say the primary thing that you do for fun is like stuff with music and photography or are there some other hobbies and stuff that you have totally I yes I like when before COVID you know I was going to see live music oh my gosh like three times a week definitely that is like how I think of it as like going to church like it's just a very spiritual and I feel very connected and just it's so nice to be in a room with people and experiencing something like that 
Um, so I absolutely love seeing music all day, every day, if I could. Um, but I also like to definitely work out. Um, go, I just got a paddle board, so that's going to be the new thing that I'll be doing all summer. <laughs> um, and when things were normal, traveling was also high on my list of things I like to do. Gotcha. 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 So live music, working out, traveling, some things that you love to do, um, yes. from Minnesota, living in Austin now, correct? Yes. <laughs> Growing up, family was always into arts and crafts, uh, majored in marketing with a focus on music. And mm -hmm. so I guess my question is, I, I hear a lot about music. What brought you to freelance photography? Yeah, great question. Um, so music inspired me to to make the move to Austin and I was just determined to get into the music industry. Um, I really wanted to work for South by Southwest or ACL, um, but it didn't go directly as planned. I mean, it did eventually after like three years of living here, I finally um, found myself working for South by as a photographer. Um, kind of how that all started was when I was living in Chicago, I started working for a music blog and I would do show reviews. So I was like a writer, journalism um, major. I started out with journalism and then I switched a couple of times, but anyway, so I've always been a writer and did a couple of music blogs in Chicago. And, and every time I would do a show review, they would give me a photo pass along with it. And I guess they assumed I had a camera or something, but at the time I was just too broke to ever afford a camera. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe one day. Um, fast forward to living in Chicago, I mean, Austin, and finally making like a pretty good salary, I was able to finally buy myself a camera um, and go do a show review, you know, with a camera. Um, and it, this was just totally like free time, something I was doing. Um, and once I started doing that, like the first show that I ever, so the first time I ever really like used a camera was shooting um, a band called Lettuce at Stubbs. And I got a photo pass I got to go in the pit and it was just like the craziest most amazing feeling ever like it just felt like everything clicked like okay wait a second this feels like this is what I need to be doing um I was also at a time where I didn't love like my career path I was in a marketing role um just at a company here that I was just like eh, it just was kind of boring and I didn't yeah. feel fulfilled at all so got in front of that camera, you know, in the photo pit and everything just kind of clicked for me. And, and I was like, I didn't think I could ever make that into a career. Like that wasn't going through my head at all. I was just like, I want to do this like in my free time as much as I can. So met a couple of people along the way. Um, one of them, Stephen Olker, he ended up being my mentor for about a year and he was very established in the music photography scene in Austin. And he just brought me on to be his um, like assistant for South by Southwest for weddings for, so he kind of opened my eyes to not just the music side of photography, but also like doing weddings, proposals, family shoots, all of that. And like, I was like, wait a second, I want this to be my full-time job. And all these things kind of just fell into place. And pretty quickly after I like first did that first concert, like probably one year I was doing it full-time. Awesome. Awesome. That is fantastic. So you were in a marketing role, but you bought a camera with your decent salary from the marketing job. Yes. <laughs> and had your first shoot and just loved it. Started meeting some people in the space and was like, okay, I have to get into this. So pretty much. 
what was the process like from like that first shoot to going full-time in a year being able to replace your salaried marketing job right so that's a good question it it was definitely like an uphill battle for that first year um I did a lot of assistant work for Steven so I wasn't necessarily making like what I am now but it was just learning 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 that was the main goal so I was doing a lot of other things on the side such as freelance marketing and I just like quit my full-time job and became a freelancer so I was doing freelance marketing freelance photography and it took about a year until I was super like knew how to use my camera confident in the space and thankfully I had that marketing background so I created a website really quickly I started doing social media stuff and then you just start getting you know people reaching out seeing your work um and it really snowballs pretty fast from there um once you do a couple weddings then I was able to you know get my work up on the knot and wedding wire um and now I have like 12 weddings for this year. Um, so it was just kind of crazy how fast everything happened. Um, and I just attribute that to like, I think just knowing that this is actually what I'm meant to do and everything just kind of worked pretty seamlessly. Whereas when I was working in marketing and things were really hard and not really working so well, and it was clear, like, this isn't meant to be like, this is not what I'm meant to do. So finally, when I found photography, it was like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. It's, it's all just working out. Of course, it takes a ton of like hard work and really just like getting out there and practicing as much as possible and shooting in different like lighting and different times of day and different types of people and really learning how to like use your camera in any situation because you never know what you're going to be dealt with and just having that confidence behind the camera that took definitely I mean I'm still growing that but I definitely could say like I could be hard for anything and at this point I'd be confident I could handle it at least yeah yeah that's awesome I was about to ask that because you mentioned that your first camera that you bought was like very recent um, yeah and I was like I feel like photography takes a lot of skill to do professionally um well, so what, I mean the first one I bought was in 2017 so not I mean I guess that's like pretty recent but like then when I just started doing full-time photography that was in 2019 so I've been doing it full-time now for two and a half years um and between you know 2017 and now just using it all day every day like in every situation really helps you like learn it fast also one of my first gigs with my camera was for south by and so i had to learn it like so freaking fast because you have to be at a certain caliber to even like work with those people um so it was like really like just going and shooting every single night all sorts of different concerts different lighting different lenses editing you know it was like a boot camp almost and i just am so appreciative for that experience because it got me like really like set up to understand how to use it also i always say youtube university because it's like you can learn anything and everything on youtube of how to use your camera um posing people and you know what lens to buy and all that kind of stuff i'll always go to youtube and there's certain photographers that are like really established i will keep up with which helps yeah yeah no absolutely that is that sounds great there's so much like i couldn't imagine a world without google and youtube mm -hmm. 
it's like you don't need to go to college anymore just go to go on to youtube and learn whatever skill <laughs> yeah no exactly i completely agree okay so last thing i'm gonna um ask you with the like get to know yourself where do you derive your motivation from great question um my motivation just to like keep going in photography specifically um yeah, just like motivation in life. Like, I, I don't know if you, I read a lot of success, like books and stuff because right. I grew up pretty broke and don't want to <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, so they, they all, they often talk about like your why. And so like, if you have like a reason for waking up or like a reason you do photography or like, I don't know. Yes, I do. My why 100% is uh, being present. So what I've noticed about photography is it really allows me to sink into that present moment and just be so aware of my surroundings. I'm looking at the sun. I'm looking at the couple in front of me. I'm paying attention to the wind. And it's just like this really beautiful and amazing feeling just to be so present in that moment that I really struggled to find that until I found photography. I was always like racing and rushing and trying to like get to this career point or you know try to find happiness here find it there and finally I've realized no like the happiness is right here right now and I'm just grateful photography really taught me to just like slow down look around and just like take a deep breath and be present and so my motivation is to just like keep working as hard as I can so that I can like always be a photographer because that's like the thing that's brought me just so much happiness and has like truly like changed my entire like outlook on life yeah yeah no i really like what you said it was slow down look around take a deep breath and just be present right yeah because that's all we have like that's it so there's you know i don't want to always think about the future or the past i just want to appreciate like right here right now and you know be hopeful and definitely have dreams and goals for the future too but i've been like especially this you know with everything going on i'm like it's so important to just like count like your your gratitudes too and and i want to just like continue that mindset so that you know anyways i'm reading the power of now right now if you can't tell but <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know just all that good stuff it really helps keep me centered and keep me motivated for sure Oh yeah, no, I, I love that. It, I will say it's something I struggle with. So if I had to say my why, it would, like I literally have it written down in a word <laughs> doc. Uh, it's like helping, like making room for people to accomplish their dreams. Because when I, when I can like see somebody pursuing something they really love, it like gives me energy and I like want to help them like succeed at all costs. I love that. That's yeah, amazing. It, yeah, it's like, it's, a lot of the reason I like started this podcast and, and pursuing financial freedom for my family and I, because it's been such a hindrance for so long. Um, and community is everything. So like helping, you know, your brothers and sisters is going to only like help you. So exactly. I, I right. love that, like lifting everybody else up. Yeah. Um, but looking like looking forward to dreams, I often miss that being present because I'm always so like, okay, well, what's the next action step? Like, goals, I know like that. And so, um, I really like that you said being present because it's nice to just take a deep breath and like let your shoulders. Appreci yeah. Appreciate how far you've come, you yeah, know? Exactly. Uh, so I appreciate you and your why and, uh, just who you are. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Thank you. Thank you.
Um, all right. So what is your favorite thing about Austin? Favorite thing about Austin? Um, so many things, uh, I have to say, but for my absolute favorite thing, it would have to be, uh, I would have to say, it's so hard to say like one thing, but the first thing that always comes to mind is like when I first moved here, I was really like blown away by the sense of community here. Um, I moved here. I didn't know a single soul and I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money. And I was just like, I'm winging it. And the amount of people that were just like, let me help you. Let me like raise you up. Okay. Let me introduce you to this person, this person, this person, all of a sudden this community formed really, really quickly. And I also like really noticed that there was a huge, like entrepreneurial, like energy here. A lot of people I met like had their own job careers and companies and this and that, and they're all like helping each other. And I don't know, that to me, feels like at the core, like that's what Austin is, is we're all just trying to help each other. Um, at least that's what I have experienced. And I absolutely love that about this city. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is awesome. And, uh, I've, <laughs> I have discovered that too. I don't know if you've read the, uh, go giver. Have you read that book at all? No. Oh, it's a, it's a great book. Very small. I bet you could read it in like, I don't know, three hours, maybe two hours. Okay. And it's just a book. It talks about like how you said huge entrepreneurial energy, how a lot of people who are successful in business are successful because they've been seeking to add value and help others. So when people come to them and ask for help, it's like they're much more likely to help than you would first imagine. Right. I just like that you mentioned that about Austin, because it's something I found like just people being on the podcast, like obviously my podcast is just starting, not like a bunch of benefit from people coming on, but they're like, yeah, I'll come on and I'll talk and help people out and just and connect too yeah, you know exactly. yeah so i i agree with your sentiment of austin do you have a do you have a favorite place yeah i definitely have a favorite place um i was thinking about you know favorite place as far as like nature i would say mckinney falls um it's I actually live like down the street from it. It's super cool. My second favorite nature place is Mayfield Park, which I would encourage everybody to go to. It's free public park and there's two dozen peacocks there and it's amazing. I do a lot of photo shoots there. <laughs> um, I love that place. And then favorite restaurant is Intero, which it's like a small Italian restaurant, like husband and wife. The wife is a chocolatier and they just make, it's all farm to table. It's so delicious. And they're really just like sweet. They'll come up to your table make sure everything's okay. I don't eat like butter or like all, you know, I'm pretty much vegan. So they always make me like a special dish every single time I go in there. It's just amazing. The, the like service in there is top notch and the, the food is really good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How do you spell that? I N T E R O. It's on the east side. It's East Caesar Chavez, and oh my god, it's the best. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'll have to definitely check it out when I. You should. Yeah. Highly recommend. And my favorite coffee shop, since I go to coffee shops a lot, I have to say, hands down, is Mozart's. Have you been there yet? I have not. Oh, so it's right on Lake Austin and you can sit outside. You're literally right on the water. It's huge. It's, oh my gosh, it's absolutely beautiful. They have really delicious, like fresh bakery baked goods and their coffee is really good. So I go there to work a lot and it's nice because you can just like sit on the water and work. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds great. I, 
so right now I'm actually in North Carolina because I'm finishing up college. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but I love I'll, North Carolina. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great spot. It's a great spot. Grew up in Austin, though. And it's funny, growing up, I did not, like, go to all the places that, like, people who move there enjoy. <laughs> like, right. Coffee shops and restaurants. I never visited. Also, we didn't necessarily have the financial means growing up. But it's just totally and if you like grew up here it's different you know you're not like enjoying it in that same way I feel like you're just kind of like you have your spots but it's not like the quote-unquote like trendy spots I guess because Mozart's is definitely like on every list like things to do in Austin but I can't help it I know it's cheesy but it's still my favorite (laughs) (laughs) hey I love it and I will definitely (laughs) come back in a couple weeks yes you should yes for sure for sure all right, now uh, my favorite part of the podcast because it aligns with what I love and am passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of your dreams? Yes, my dreams. Um, I have a lot of them, um, but currently, right now, like one of my dreams slash goals for my photography business is to be a um, travel photographer for weddings. So I would love to like a destination wedding photographer. So, you know, places abroad, um, different countries, uh, different cities, all that. I just am putting that out there. I would absolutely love to go to Italy and photograph a wedding. (laughs) That is a dream. Gotcha. Gotcha. So very specific. I, that is something very specific I'm putting out there, but really anywhere. I would go anywhere. I love to travel. I'd love to combine work with travel and also just think it would be so awesome to get different kind of, you know, cause I do a ton of photo shoots in Austin and it's so great, but I also think it's good to get outside of your comfort zone and go to a new place. And it's just going to help like that creative, you know, um, muscle keep working and and keep like learning new skills and new things and so that's another really big part of wanting to do that yeah absolutely absolutely um I love that I am also wanting to be a big traveler not to take pictures because I'm not good with a camera but (laughs) (laughs) just to see the world and see different cultures and whatnot Um, yeah it's so important you know absolutely see how other people are like are living and just it makes you feel like really connected and uh, I miss traveling so much so I'm dying to get back on the road so I'm putting that out there (laughs) 100% um you said you had some other dreams do you want to speak about those two or you just want to leave it at the photography uh traveling yeah I mean the photography traveling and then like another goal slash dream is to like have a house where well I don't even know I can't it's too like I'm still trying to figure that one out (laughs) so we'll just leave it at the travel (laughs) (laughs) wait what do you mean just is it just to have a house or is it like a specific (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) I currently have a house but I am looking to get another one and hoping to turn it into like a wedding venue where we can do like, you know, have host weddings there and then take the photos. And like, it would be really cool to have like an event space like that, whether it's like for weddings or concerts or 
something like that is like a goal of me. I just got engaged. And so we're looking at buying a, another house and that he does video for me. So we'll do like wedding photo and video. And so like one of our goals or dreams, I guess, would be to have like our next house, have a large, beautiful backyard where we can host like weddings and music concerts and turn it into like a work live space. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome. Do you know what's stopping y'all from doing that right now? Uh, the housing market in Austin, but that's not going to stop us because we're going to go a little bit outside of Austin for this. Um, but yeah, I mean, the housing market right now is, is through the roofs. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so right now we just kind of want to wait a little bit until it slows down just a little bit. Um, but the goal is definitely like by next year to have this figured out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that I actually, one, I don't know if you know this or not, but I happen to be a realtor. Yes. So good <laughs> so, thing we're connected. <laughs> yeah. If, if you want help with that, I can definitely help you out. But two, I know. So in college, I catered for this wedding company and they recently like a small family business wedding company, but they're like the biggest catering business in the Huntersville area in North Carolina or whatever. Right. And they recently turned their house into a wedding venue. So if you would. Amazing. I could connect you with them if you want to. Oh, my gosh. Like yes. How that. That how would that, be. I would love to get connected to them. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yes, I will. I will text them and see if they would be open to talking to you. And I'll get back to you on that for sure. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. House into a wedding venue. That is awesome. And <laughs> done for sure. We actually, my family has six acres. Uh, I think it's 4.93 acres of land in Georgetown. And we were like, oh my gosh, the acres just haven't been used. And it's not the, it's not the prettiest spot, but we had a dream when I was like 16 of like, what if we just turn this, turn part of this, an acre of this land into this beautiful venue once we right. stuff. So. Hey, I, I mean, kind maybe. Of yeah, absolutely. And Georgetown is becoming like a very hot spot. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so it's uh, it's exciting that you kind of share that sentiment. <laughs> yes, we shall uh, see. <laughs> okay, so if somebody were to help you with either of those things right now, how would they do it? Yeah, so for the destination wedding dream, um, for somebody to help would be somebody that's getting married in a very cool destination spot that needs a photographer. <laughs> um, because the best way to get that, you know, something like that started is to start building out a portfolio for that. So right now, all the weddings I've done are in Texas. So I need to shoot a couple that are outside of Texas. And then I can really start like promoting myself as a destination wedding photographer. So I would need to get started with a couple that is getting married um, abroad. Um, and then for the house stream, definitely connecting to a realtor. <laughs> so yeah. it looks like I might have found one today. <laughs> yes, you did. You did. And <laughs> I would literally love to help you out, especially. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. So we will talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know? if there's like a way to like find people that are getting married in a cool destination, or is that like solely a sphere of influence networking? Thing? There definitely is. Like I follow a lot of destination wedding photographers um, and kind of see like what's their angle and how do they do this. And so you just have to like 
you know, there's all sorts of um, different like websites that you can be on, like the Nod or Wedding Wire, and then you can set like your location to a certain place. You can also just say that you're a destination photographer and have certain packages set up for that. Um, you can create, you know, ads, all of that. So I could really like hit it hard. I just, I'm feel like I need at least one under my belt. So I have something on my portfolio to like show that I actually do that. And I'm not just like saying I do it. So that's definitely the plan. I might have a friend that's getting married in Italy actually, but I don't even know with COVID, it might not be a thing. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Um... <laughs> Hmm. Gotcha. Well, that is the that is the thing I will tell people to be on the lookout for for you. Yeah. If you know anyone. Wedding abroad, uh, for sure. Definitely. Let me know. All right. So now we're gonna move on to our thriving three. And I know we only have four minutes. So sorry if uh no sorry worries. I kind of shortchanged you on the thriving three, but no worries. <laughs> your life is just so interesting. So I like to oh, hear about thank it. you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, yeah, of course. Okay. So what is your favorite book? Yeah. So my favorite book, um, is the one that I'm reading right now, the power of now, um, by Eckhart Tolle. And it's just incredible. It, it really just like what I was talking about before, it helps you kind of like use certain tools to like turn your just to help you like kind of slow that, you know, thinking brain down and, and really just like be calm and present and, and just teaches you about like meditation and how important it is, like literally the power of now, how important it is to, to look around, be present, be grateful. I mean, that is going to change your life 1 million percent. So that is almost like a self-help book. And, um, my mom gave it to me. She's all about that life, law of attraction, everything like that. So absolutely love that book so much. I would recommend it to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been on my reading list for some time, so maybe I'll have to bump it up in the queue. Yeah, and it's a really easy read and super entertaining, and he does a great job. It's, yeah. it's really great. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, what What's one way you like to care for yourself? I assume meditation would be one of them. Yeah, you know, like doing, I call it quote unquote a power hour. So when I first wake up, I like to not look at my phone for an entire hour um do some like deep breathing yoga stretches write down at least five things I'm grateful for and just start my day like that um every day do I do it no you know I'm not gonna lie but whenever I do that oh my god like the day is just like magical some days I have to race out of bed look at the phone go do a shoot something like that um and I just really notice the difference in my days when I start out a little bit slower so that is like the biggest self-care tip that I've like learned in this past year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that the power hour. That is very similar to my uh, morning routine that I strive for or that I strived for at one point. Now I, I had to, have you ever read Atomic Habits? No. Oh, also a good book. <laughs> okay. I'm writing it down. <laughs> yeah, Atomic Habits. Much. But um, I was trying to do this like power hour thing. And I was like, I kind of went one to two hours to myself in the morning. And I was like, ah, I couldn't be consistent with this. So I was like, I'll start with five minutes. And so then I did yes. five minutes. So I'm working up to your power hour is basically. No, I, and like, that's so important to say too, because a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't even imagine that. But even just five minutes, the first five minutes of your day, just don't like look at your phone, just give it to yourself. Like 
even that, like some days I don't have time for the hour and I'll at least give me like five minutes, say the gratitudes in my head and that's it. But, um, yeah, I think it's so important to like fill your own cup up first thing in the morning and then you can like fill other people's up. But if you're going to hop on your phone right away, start answering emails, then you're not like respecting yourself really. And I'm saying this, I'm like, you know, practice like a preach. Like, I don't do this every day, trust me. But I am really trying to work towards that because I, I do notice such a difference when I do. Just like, I'm a better like person, you know? So it's important. Like if everybody did that, I mean, maybe the world would be a little bit of a nicer place. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, honestly. Um, also, just a side question. How, yeah. much, uh, how much sleep do you get per night typically? definitely get my eight hours. Nice. Um, yeah, rarely do I not, but I'll go to bed at like 10. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I am a pretty, I like to go to bed early, get up early and just have like a slow start to my day. Um, that is like the ideal thing for me. Sometimes I'll be up later, but usually like during the week, I'll go to bed at 10, yeah. maybe 11. That is, so do, yeah, that's it's ideal. That's what about you? Uh, so my goal for sleep is give myself 30 minutes to fall asleep at night and get nine hours every night. Right. So I want to like, I'm about to graduate here in literally like five or six days. Oh, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's, um, it's five days. And so right now it's a lot of late nights with friends, like cherishing the time, but yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know. So, um, post -grad, life. <laughs> yeah, actually, post grad, I'm going to be in bed at nine. So I can say sleep by nine 30, wake up at six 30 and then, uh, full-time real estate stuff. Oh, totally. I mean, you're going to kill it in Austin while wow, the market is out of control right now. So that's a great <laughs> industry to be in. Yeah. Yeah. No, appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited to do it, but also excited to sleep more. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> Um, all right. Last question. What is one action step you can take right now to get to your dreams, which were either destination wedding or like destination wedding photographer or wedding venue? Definitely. Like the first step is always speak it into existence and believe that it's attainable. Um, so that's, you know, some just talking about it as much as possible and just being like, yeah, I'm a destination wedding photographer. Like, you know, the law of attraction, like you have to believe it and like, no, like already receive it. That's how you're going to make things happen. So that's definitely like the first step, writing it down um, and then putting in the work. So like I said, like finding a couple that has a destination wedding abroad, maybe offering a pretty good deal that they can't pass up and then getting, you know, my first one under the, my belt and then just start marketing myself towards that. Um, as far as the house stuff, we currently own our house right now. So we're in a pretty good position to buy, um, you know, our dream home, but we're kind of just figuring out the plan and the best step forward. That's going to make the most sense. Um, so we're, you know, there's a couple of things we're just trying to like work through and figure out for that, but we're kind of narrowing down like what city we want to live in and, you know, how, how many, you know, what do, what are like the non-negotiables for that? Um, and then just, going out after the market we've seen a couple houses um but we have chosen to slow down a little bit and wait until either the end of this year or the beginning of next year so we do have a little bit of time for that which is nice 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And um, one quick question. One, is your friend who's getting married um, possibly abroad? Like, is that like something that would be happening soon? Next year. Next year, gotcha. And two, do you guys want to live in your house that is the wedding venue or do you want to be a completely separate thing and live somewhere else? Live there as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. At least that's what we're thinking right now. It could change, but yeah, that would be ideal and have like an outdoor venue. Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, well, that's Yeah. Well, it's been so fun talking about these dreams. Like I love speaking them into existence, you know? So thank you for all your great questions. Yeah, of course. Melissa, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, if you're listening to the podcast and you know somebody who's getting married abroad, (laughs) connect them to Melissa. And if you know a good spot for a wedding venue, you can also tell Melissa or honestly, any good realtors who specialize in wedding venues, because I do not, but I will be working with for you so good point uh, yeah <laughs> well thank you so much I really really appreciate it um it was super fun to talk and you know if anybody any of your listeners need a photographer for I do you know of course weddings in Austin and surrounding um I also do engagement photos as well as family newborn maternity um and then I do headshots and graduation photos so I definitely would love to work with um, any of your listeners as well. Awesome. I might, I might contact you for some headshots. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. I'll send you my info on that. Um, That'd be great. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Melissa. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you too. You too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See ya. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, Help out our guests if you can. Hold them accountable. Accountability is key. Also, we would love to have you on the show to talk about your dreams. Let's make them a reality. Finally, if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate in the Austin area in 2021, send them my way. Alrighty, have a blessed day.